millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Roll up, roll up. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another wonderful week at the Humor Experiment podcast. Good to have you. Oh, how's your week been? Send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. I'm keen to find out. I hope there's been lots of laughs. Always interested in hearing some funny stories. Um, If yours is super funny, I might even share it on the next one. That could be cool. And I'll give you a shout out. Um, Today, I have a really groovy guest in. Her name is Emmy Grace and I'll introduce you to her in a moment. Um, this week has been a good one for the humor experiment and the clown lab in particular, working on a new, a new structure for our classes and our sessions, um, with the goal being that every Tuesday our participants can take away with them a comedy recipe and they're comedy recipes that I subscribe that are based on all of the different comedy techniques over the centuries that have been discovered by clowns and humorists alike and just wrapping them into perfect little tiny packages of brilliance that you can that you can recognize so if you want to create your own work and your own writing or things like that you can come test it out have fun with it and then apply it to your own creative work so i'm super super excited we had our first um, trial of that new that new sort of structure on Tuesday and we had a lot of fun. So we were focusing on contrast in comedy and our clowns played with that in a whole bunch of different ways. We were playing with big versus small and how when you bring those things together, it's very funny. For example, a, a large human clown <laughs> being an adult um, trying to fit into a very small pair of baby's clothes, <laughs> which is a really great little um, little stock bid that's definitely been handed handed on from clown to clown to clown. Um, so I can't take credit for that one, but it is fun. And you're playing with that idea of big versus small. Uh, we did some things that I just sort of created um, as well, just for this week specifically. So um, playing with the space and how the clowns interact with the space and that what happens if our clown is walking on clouds and then the horn blows and they're walking on spikes and then the horn blows and they're walking on clouds, et cetera, et cetera. And just seeing the comedy that can come out of that physicality of two complete opposites, contrasting elements coming smooshed together into a, just like a brilliant humorous pie. It was lovely. <laughs> so I had a ball and um, it was a really good time. So if you're wanting to find out a little bit more about what we're going to do now, feel free to be in touch on the social medias and um, and also feel free to come along. It's the Clown Lab on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Sideshow in West End and I'll be revealing our next comedy recipe that we're going to play with before Tuesday. So stay tuned on our Facebook and Instagram. Alrighty, 
well, with with no more, I don't know, is it further ado? I don't know. Like, I don't know what the fancy saying is now, but roll up, roll up. Here's our wonderful guest for today. It is Emmy Grace. <laughs> Did you say boo? No, I said hello. Hello. Oh, <laughs> I feel like there's a, a secret boo You're in that track. Boos in your head today. Oh, That's what not is good. That? <laughs> because <laughs> because <laughs> last week we had Brie on the show. And I had forgotten to change one of our presets and it was a big boo track instead of a big applause. Oh, no. so, so it went, and welcome to the show, Breaches. Boo. And I was like, oh, I'm just, it was horrible. And so I'm terrified that I'm going to do that to people. <laughs> now I'm hearing boos in my head. I probably just laugh. It's fine. <laughs> so for our listeners that haven't been acquainted with you yet... Uh, tell us a bit about yourself. What do you do? What are you passionate about? I'm passionate about the piano. Yeah. Um, first, that was my first love probably and um, songwriting and making it funny because oh. that's the way that I've weaseled my way into the scene yeah. after a few knockbacks. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's something that just wouldn't go away. So yeah, i been concentrating on musical comedy and it's so awesome. rewarding and fun and I love it and I want to do it all the time. What what got you into it? Um, oh, I mean, if I'm honest, probably Tim Minchin. Like, yeah, I love Tim Minchin. He's pretty Probably funky. a bit too much. <laughs> I so hope that I get to collaborate him with, with him one day. Oh, Like I know that's like a far out thing yeah. to say for where I'm at right now, yeah. but you've got to have those big dreams, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, that's push definitely a big dream. Yeah. Um, Hopefully I get to the level where I'd be able to function if I met him. So <laughs> there's a bit of work to be done there. But, yeah, <laughs> that would I be totally definitely. Get it. Yeah. I feel like our listeners will be able to resonate with that for sure. Yeah. I think everyone can really. I mean, it's the celebrity culture, isn't it? I know. We just get starstruck. Yeah. It's, and it's yeah, such it's a one-sided funny. relationship, mm. you know, like we get so much from them. Yeah, there's a name for that kind of relationship, which is slipping my mind right now. Uh, but it, yeah, it's really interesting. Creepy um, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's like a term in psychology, I think, when um when the the fan is convinced they know yeah the the person that they idolize and um yeah a one sided relationship, I suppose, is Lehman. Which is so weird <laughs> because you take that out of context, and in any other situation, that's just stalking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like stalking with consent. Yes, it is. It's like mm. I permit you to follow these parts of my life. Yeah, and that yeah. But then, but then, where it crosses the line is then you've got paparazzi that are like, nah, mm. whatever. We do what we want anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's um, our generation's response to that is the um, vlogger generation on YouTube. Yeah, like that's pretty much giving people permission to. You know, just do whatever they follow like. the the complete person, so it's them on camera, which yeah. I find really interesting. See, it's, yeah. you're kind of like signing an invisible contract when you get successful, mm. being like you can just access whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Whether you like it or not. Yeah, the internet's <laughs> a funny beast. It is yeah. crazy. Um, how? So, how did you get? You you do a lot of stand up, yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get into stand up? Um, I think I was getting frustrated with the music industry. Yeah. Um, which, you know, there's a lot of a lot of awareness now on um the imbalance in the music industry with men and women and you know, it's not a new concept in comedy either. Yeah. But I found actually comedy a lot more welcoming to um to female comics coming in, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe that was um, other people had a different experience, but that yeah. was my experience. Like, and part of that was probably self-imposed. Yeah, just you know, feeling a bit daunted by it all, and and you know, so many like hairy guitarists, and and I do not fit. <laughs> that stereotype at all <laughs> I feel much more at home with the nerds in comedy yeah 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 <laughs> so yeah I just found it a lot um a lot more of a nurturing environment believe it or not wow yeah because <laughs> I've, I've had a mixed like experience mm. I think like anything it depends the kind of people that you're spending your time with or in and around as well but yeah but sometimes yeah I I still find that there's like a little bit of a like low level stigma with female comics oh yeah which drives me mental sometimes. But yeah. that being said, oh, we're in such a good time for it because probably oh, like in a, a lot of ways we're probably the most empowered that we're, we're ever going to be. Mm. Oh, yeah. well, no, no, that's wrong because <laughs> we no, can no, go no, further. That we ever, that we ever have yeah. been, I yeah. should say, which is really cool. Um, and it kind of, to be honest, it does give us more material to play with. <laughs> yeah, there are a few um, standard subjects that um, men can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> we got it yeah. on you. We <laughs> in this got current it. climate, um, maybe in the future they will be able to, but definitely not now. Not right now. <laughs> so yeah, we do have that. If that's a, if that's a. Um, an advantage, I'm not sure, but something I'm curious about too at the moment is how can we get up as women and make s- some fun of this, this like empowerment stuff, mm. and have men laugh. Yeah, it's true. With us, yeah, it's a really interesting navigation. I'm really interested in that. It's funny you mentioned that actually because I've thought a lot about. Um, so one of my housemates back in uni days said something that I've never forgotten. Um, he said because he was re- he was a music reviewer and he said that society's um, opinion on what makes a good song is usually what the population of men think because yeah. you know things mm-hmm. that are typically made for women yeah. have been um, cast in a you know a silly light or something in a, or like, in yeah. a niche it, or it's like that's for women yeah, instead of saying oh female, we could all be that's a chick yeah. flick mm-hmm. that's a yeah, girly yeah, yeah. song that's so true a, yeah. yeah so it's usually the male's opinion same with movies yeah. it's all catered towards male yeah. sexuality yeah. we're just used to looking at boobs and female bodies as a byproduct <laughs> we yeah, yeah it's in advertising it's everywhere it's in yeah. your face mm-hmm. and until you actually think about it you're just not aware and you're used to it because mm. that's what you're around yeah yeah it's our it's our template yeah. And I think that was the same in comedy as well. Like yeah, it was catered definitely. to the male experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. And women can and because do that, it. And for a, for a lot of years that was the dominant voice mm. as well. So yeah. if you're hearing hearing a certain um, perspective being shared a whole lot more than other perspectives, yeah. that's going to have more strength and weight oh, yeah. and merit because it's just the majority. It's like anything. It's the majority. So, But yeah. it, it's, it is an exciting time because there are more and more – female comics coming up yep. and doing wonderful work and that 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 balance is definitely starting to it's to shift just, and just keep shifting it's amazing even having enough women in comedy to have good female comics and bad female comics and that range you know whereas before they were just the token female comic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so, here's our female for the night. yeah and have an opinion on her and be you know and be able to explain why she's doing well or why she's not bring in the female yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you reminded me i have to press the buttons yeah. 
that just changed the tone of this whole conversation. It did. I felt like we were, we were definitely, we've definitely started out on a pretty serious note. Stay I, with us. We'll I have get, some fun. I, I, I get that way. I like to deep dive. No, no, but me too. And like, that's what I love about this podcast. You know, it's, it's about humor, but I mean, the best comedy comes from real life issues and political humor, things like that. So I'm ha- more than happy to delve into some of those areas that, you know, as as comedians or people interested in comedy, we want to flesh out as well because it's such a good tool to to uh, evolve evolve these these concepts in our mind and yeah. as a society. So it's it's really fun. Yeah, I've only just sort of started thinking about thinking as an actual activity. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about thinking. It's called epistemology and I'm a big nerd. It's a specialised skill. (laughs) (laughs) I am thinking about thinking about thinking. Yes. Yes. Mm. How far down can we go? Pretty deep into the thoughts (laughs) of the thinking. Into the thoughts. (laughs) Right. Back down to monkeyhood. Yeah. All the way back to the gorilla days. Deepest, darkest, animalistic. Do you reckon the gorillas thought about stuff? Oh, yeah. The the way they were acting, it didn't seem like it. Well, I think that they probably thought about things in the same way that a dog does or a you can see your dogs <laughs> thinking about things you know like they have How little did dreams we get to be more intelligent do you think it they came re- out it, it arised out of us being frustrated with each other and then we just had to refine our <laughs> communication skills <laughs> like every time someone had a period there was just like an evolution <laughs> where everyone became more intelligent <laughs> yeah yeah i think the pack mentality definitely helped yeah, yeah. well it's the <laughs> Don't altruism yeah <laughs> Well, that's part of humour. It's empathy mm. and empathy is what makes you take care of your child and the people around you and Get cuddles. we kept surviving and kept getting more empathetic and yeah. here we are. Rock on empathy. Yeah. I love that. Very underrated form of intelligence, I think. Mm-hmm. And also uh, what I was going to ask you, it, I'm curious because at the moment with the humour experiment, the Clown Lab, we're looking at comedy recipes. So mm. – um, surefire ways to create Delicious something ones. and make people giggle. <laughs> and so I'm curious to learn from you and your approach because we all have different ways of doing things and often they, they all come back to the core fundamentals. But do you have any funky recipes that you, you find that you use with your comedy? Mm, usually I like playing with the absurd I love absurdist humour. I'm not like Me too. right into it but yeah. I like putting a, a sprinkling a little yeah. sprinkling of love absurdity. It. Just right when you're not expecting it, you know. Yeah. Um, building the audience up somewhere and then putting in something ridiculous that they weren't oh. expecting. So I, I So good. Yeah. I guess it's I get and and playing with words. I love words. Yeah. Um, you know, I love a bit of a a bit of onomatopoeia, a bit of alliteration, a bit of <laughs> other words that I've forgotten Wordy. from English class. Wordy <laughs> word words. <laughs> And sometimes we don't even need words when we have buttons. (laughs) 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 And the crowd goes wild. (laughs) 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 Press all the buttons. (laughs) Also, um. Let's design a unicorn because I know you're massively into glitter, colour, unicorns. 
You're yeah. such a funky gal. I won't say I was into unicorns before they were really cool, but and like, are you into glitter now as well? Because we've got the eco situation. No, I've, what are we going to yeah, do? I've stopped with the glitter. Mm. The Mardi Gras are cutting that out too. Oh, good on Par- them. Apparently, no glitter. I was going to say no bananas, but I think I've cross pollinated. We can news find articles. the inner glitter. <laughs> no, <laughs> find the inner glitter. Delve deep. I think was it no. Condoms? I don't know. Oh, no, that really? can't make sense. I didn't know. No, that doesn't I make sense because it's safe that. sex. As, and that's I didn't latex. know the Pope visited Mardi I think I've definitely like combined <laughs> three news stories into one Probably. and got really confused, which it is sounds like totally where I'm at. <laughs> this is where I'm at right now. No. What else was condoms. it? And <laughs> no condoms. And the <laughs> and the oh, rise no. of of the population has just increased in one weekend. Although it's Mardi Gras, so probably not. Maybe not. No, it's still safe sex. I've Practice been to safe one sex, Mardi everyone. Gras. I couldn't see a thing. Mm. I didn't know I had to bring a box to stand on. Well, I mean, I brought my a box. box. <laughs> you brought your... <laughs> <laughs> uh, couldn't resist. Can't quite leave it at home. Do you remember that song in the 90s? Yeah, what if you could, though? Change oh, yeah. your whole night. Well, that song in the 90s, that <laughs> detachable penis. What? It was called Detachable Penis. And it was about a guy that could just pull up his dick and like, leave it. <laughs> I listened to it again the other day. I remember it being so risque when I was like 12. My friend showed it to me and she was like, there's this song about a penis. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's the same reason I used to watch SBS in the middle of the night. Yeah, Try we do these. Stumble on some mm, gyms. Mm, I'm not sure why I want to watch this, but I do. Because I'm not being shown these things and yes. I want to explore the yes. things. Yes. Oh, the kids today with their internet. If you could design <laughs> your own unicorn, mm-hmm. you're a unicorn. I'm derailing you your go, unicorn. Yeah, you totally are. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, the, like I, <laughs> this happens on the reg and it's just a standard with comics, mm. I think, yeah. or comedy related things. Um, mm-hmm. Look, I'm derailing myself. Well, my unicorn there was an- would have a, ma- a mouth <laughs> that could run. Run away, you know, when she wanted to be quiet. It's a girl, of course. All unicorns are girls. Um, hey, hey, I'm sorry, we're progressive here. You, can't. <laughs> you can have a stallion. <laughs> oh, I wish we could all have a stallion. Yes, anyway, <laughs> way to kill the conversation. <laughs> um. That just got a bit real. So no, I have a stallion. I'm happy. Oh, um, good <laughs> you. Yes, um, unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unicorn. So you got a runaway mouth. What else you got? Um, well, it has to be bright colours. I don't like the pastels. My favourite. No, not the pastels. I like the bright ones, like hot pink. I want a hot okay. pink unicorn. Yeah. What hot else? pink and black. Oh, hot pink and black. Hot Amazing. Pink and black, like stripy mane. Yes. Then, <laughs> or maybe like an ombre body. So like hot pink to white. Ooh, yeah, so I can see that. Yeah, and oh yeah, and like a randomly like you know, if you're like a teal if you're tail like or something, are a cartoonist or a drawer, is that even a thing? Cartoonist, yeah. I don't know, animator. Yeah, feel free to design these unicorns for us and send oh, them in. Yeah, I, <laughs> that would be my amazing. Specialty is drawing horses. Are you That's serious? The first thing that I learned how to draw as a child. You actually do amazing sense. artwork as well. Yeah, that's multi-talented something that's been lady. <laughs> yeah, it feels weird saying that I'm 
we're not I know I'm good at it, but it's this thing that we learn to not Yeah, we're brag. meant to like we're tell to everybody that we're terrible. I'm fucking awesome at drawing. Okay? I <laughs> am terrible at all the things. No, you're not. But you should just secretly know that I'm lying and I'm actually amazing. Yeah. Well now I feel bad for for um, trying to lift you up there because you didn't mean it and I ruined your joke. <laughs> 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 Don't cry. Tell us more about your unicorn. Um, my unicorn, yes. Yeah, so we've got the colour scheme. Um, I think that my unicorn could speak speak concepts into existence. Mm. Uh, that's my favourite thing to do in comedy. It's to mm. personify concepts and then treat it like it's a entity. It's, yeah, it's another person. <gasps> yeah. Which draws me into the discussion of a bit of a song that you're going uh, to actually play for us at the end of the episode. Yeah, so oh, that was a good segue. Yeah, yeah. You're just going to play like a little snippet so we yeah. can give a bit of a teaser to our yes. audience. But we're doing a combined musical comedy show, aren't we? Yay. In March 8th to 8th and 9th. Wants to Woo! Yeah. Yay, I got it. <laughs> so um, we're the Treblemakers. We're going to do a comedy show on the 8th and 9th of March um, through the Sit Down Comedy Club Brisbane. So if you want to come and see that and you like the sound of our, a little snippet from Emmy today, um, you can definitely book tickets and we hope you come. It'll be so fun. Lots of nerd burger antics. And but the reason why I thought of that, um, that – that follow-on, is because you were saying um, something about giving a concept an entity and that's like one of the tracks that you're going to do in the show and we're going to show you later, which is social anxiety. Yes, I decided to do cathartic writing. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah, therapeutic writing, something. So what Um, does the song capture for you? Well, it's it's analysing... For me, I'm I'm quite an anxious person in public. I can I've learned how to deal with it a bit, and maybe even in le- le- smaller crowds or one on one, I don't suffer quite so much as when I was little. Um, mm. But it's still around. And it's something I have to deal with and recognize when it's happening, and I act yep. differently and not necessarily as my best, confident, brightest self. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and and it's something that ultimately affects me afterwards because then I dwell and my mind races and I go round and round and round and you know can't let go. So I decided to um, turn it into like a person, like as if you are if you're a child, um, everything's personified for kids. Mm. Like they usually say, you know, like if if something hurts them or whatever if the door slams on their fingers they would say the door bit me yeah you know, they they personify and that's what i love about kids they give a character it's to amazing, everything it's amazing because it like it, it mm. um separates them from the experience yeah. which is wonderful because yeah. like they don't identify with it and it means that they can kind of and move you can on be and this doesn't have to be me yeah this is a part that that's i great. can get rid of it's all it's all in my own head yeah so for me that was really helpful and yeah. it ended up turning into a song i actually had the concept for a long time and it was quite difficult to put it into the right kind yeah. of song yeah um some lyrics came from old old things i'd written um because i don't feel all drab and dreary about it i think it's funny yeah and i think you it's funny humor. spotting or quality, which I insist should be a word, in <laughs> other people. Yeah. I, and I – so therefore I think they would think it's funny spotting it in me. And yeah. I love 
you know, that's the reason we get on stage. I love yeah. identifying with people. Yes. I love, you know, I get that. It makes me feel connected yeah. to other people. It makes me feel like I'm part of this big, amazing species that we are. Well, it's something that like a lot of us go through, just different levels as well yeah. of, of that experience. So it'll be really relatable. And I'm really excited what we're going to do with it as uh, the troublemakers too, because yeah. we're going to get some kind of mask aren't we and oh, have actually, a little bit of a like physical embodiment of emmy's social anxiety <laughs> and it's going to be a funny little creature i'm yeah. not quite sure which mask we're going with yeah. at this stage but i'm very excited for that yeah. it has to be bright whatever it is because <laughs> yeah. i don't think my brain could put out something that wasn't like you're like you're <laughs> like your social rainbow. anxiety is still funky <laughs> someone you can still relate to like relatable enough that it's like <laughs> god damn we're different though okay <laughs> social anxiety me we're still separate people yeah. but why are you trying to be yeah. like me <laughs> exactly all the time A social anxiety rascal. constantly copying me yeah it's yeah. like that annoying kid at school that copies everything that you do. Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> or the little sibling that yeah. has oh. to have everything that you have. And you're like, come on, See, stop making this not cool. <laughs> my little sister was always cooler than me. Oh. Yeah, I was a dorky older child. Oh. And, um, yeah, my sister's only t- 12 months. We're Irish twins. Is Ooh. that what they – yeah, within 12 months. Oh. Is, it's called Irish twins. Um, I, lo- I, I like that because my mum is Irish, so yeah. we really are and we are 12 <laughs> months apart. So there wasn't much age yeah. difference, but she was definitely cooler than me in high school. <laughs> yeah. She didn't have an obsession with musicals and Hanson, which – I don't understand <laughs> why that wouldn't be cool, but that's why oh, no. I'm also not cool. Yes. Um, Which in adulthood being cool is different though. Oh, so, yeah. groovy. I mean, you can make your own cool. <laughs> well, you can just decide that and yeah. who can tell you wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called cool anymore. It's called being savage. I like to think I'm I'm focused on being groovy. Yeah. Yeah, we should bring groovy back. <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. We'll see if it lands. No, I think it might though because we're due for a throwback yeah. language. Yeah. Rad's done its dash. It does. Yeah. It's ju- it does yeah, done. Go back it's further. done its dash. Yes. Well, we're still supposed to does be building done. a unicorn. Yeah, yeah. So my unicorn, ooh, there's definitely eco glitter involved. Mm. Eco glitter, okay. I'm thinking like I'm going to go a pastel rainbow type long tail and um, my tail, tail. yeah, my tail is super Mm. long that I would trip on it if it wasn't magical but because it's magical it can just like sway in the wind and it kind of has this life of its own. So like so it's just constantly dancing while I'm just hanging out. Like a dragon, those dragon kites. Oh, so cool. I love the dragon kites. And then I'd have, I might have like a cheetah type, uh, pattern on my on my fur, nice. but like with lots of colors. I'm getting very inspired by your color palette. Yeah, <laughs> and and what else would I have? I'd have like super sparkly glitter eyes. Oh yeah, I forgot about the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well spotted. That reminds me of a book I read when I was a kid called the Unicorn Sonata, Ooh. and there was something wrong in U- Unicorn Land, and all the unicorns were growing these crystals like over their eyes. What? Um, so they couldn't see. And that's not. And practical. so the little girl brought her grandmother, who was like this wise old lady, and she made some concoction and rubbed it on their eyes or something. Huh. Yeah. 
There you go. Yeah. Kids, if you ever have any crystal Oh, and eye how problems. she got there, she followed the music, she followed the sonata through to Unicorn World. That was my oh. favourite book. I love it. That's good. I've also got to have wings. I think mine would yeah. be like a little bit transparent. The wings. But glittery, yeah. Oh, yeah, like those um, flutter, flutter, flutter by My Little Ponies. Ooh. They had the plastic wings. Oh, yeah, but mine aren't plastic. They're like some other magical material. I want my <laughs> unicorn to have kaleidoscope eyes because I love the Beatles. I want my unicorn. <laughs> my unicorn can bash up your unicorn. <laughs> have a wicked mane. <laughs> Oh, mine's going to be – My mane is cut. the main mane. <laughs> my unicorn's cut though. My unicorn's like – My muscles. unicorn is ripped. Well, that means the same thing. You're just copying me. <laughs> You're copying me. My cut, unicorn's better. Ripped, same thing. I thought of it first. My unicorn's better. <laughs> um, and also, before we go, let's make up a little fun story. Okay. So, let's make up a unicorn story. Okay. And let's use the recipe you mentioned before of absurdity. Right. Okay. All right. right. We'll, do, we'll do um, a sentence at a time story. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Here we go. Who's going first? I don't know. Will I go first? Okay. 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 <laughs> um, five. Wait, 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 wait. We have to start off okay. the right way. Yes. It's a live reading mm-hmm. of my, my book. Um, Clive the unicorn. Oh no, it's a girl. Oh, she's called Clive. Clive was a female unicorn because she's progressive, um, and she worked in an office block in um, the valley. <laughs> and she had a boyfriend named Chive. Chive, Chive, like the herb. Oh, yes. He, he came from a family of herb enthusiasts. Yes, or herb enthusiasts, if you will. And. Um, when they went out together, mm. they had to bring a self-contained ball of thoughts because unicorns need to store their thoughts externally, mm. otherwise they become impure. Yes. And so they'd take the ball to the local cafe. Mm. They'd sit down. They'd always get strange looks, mainly because unicorns aren't super common in a uh, cough cafe culture Mm. um but they'd sit there and they'd mind their own business anyway and they just yeah put all their impure thoughts into this ball but one day one day they had a huge fight in the middle of the cafe because um chive kept on having like ridiculously impure thoughts and dirtying their thought ball and so the fight kind of sounded like this And so the oh, what was my unicorn's name again? Clive. Clive. Clive said, "I I can't take any more of this. I need some space." And picked up her um, thought, the thought ball that they shared, and stormed off down the street, leaving Clive Chive with nowhere to put his impure thoughts. So he put them in a latte glass. <laughs> Where and the lardy date became the rari rari. Yes, and the exposure to the impure thoughts made the coffee cup turn black and fall apart, 
and they went flying off by themselves where they entered the mind of random people on the street. And the black cup. <laughs> this is following the plot of... Um, <laughs> Became of an entity called Schmolderwald. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say... <laughs> Keep going. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm embracing it. Uh, and Schmolderwort. <laughs> Schmolderwort inhabited the toilets of people who judged books by their cover. And he gathered a whole army of dark toilet dark. dwelling. <laughs> Coffee cups that that wanted to take over the world. Oh, because they're sentient now. They're sentient. Mm-hmm. And they, they, they suck their sentience out from the people drinking them. So Australia was affected the worst because we're so addicted to coffee. And then Clive, she ran into some people down the street. It turned out to be her mother and father. Deceased in ghost form. Inside a person or a cup? Um. <laughs> I think we're in ghost form. Coffee. In ghost form. And and they actually said, Clive, you have never been told this, but your name is actually Clory Notter. Clory Notter, which is a form of fine china. <laughs> And we died because of a schmolderwort <laughs> attack. Which <laughs> <laughs> left a lightning bolt-shaped crack in the glass. And now <laughs> you have to save the entire magical race of unicorns. <laughs> what will happen? You'll have to tune in next time. Or never, because maybe that blood sucked. <laughs> on the never released podcast <laughs> named Clary Notter and Schmolder Ward. Formerly known as Chav Clav. <laughs> <laughs> Valiant story. Valiant? Sometimes I try and use big words, but then I... I <laughs> There's a lot in that. Um, gonna, I'm not even sure. I feel wow. like I just went into a trance. I I'm feel not, like I went I don't really remember what gym. happened. <laughs> gym. I don't put that much work don't into my put your neg. Don't put your neg vibes into your coffee cup, guys. That's no. the moral to the story. I wish I had a coffee cup to put my negative vibes in. That would be good. Yeah. And then we could like throw cups at the wall. Like, it would be like coffee like cup dementals. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. Well, we probably should wrap it up there, Em, but oh, before we go, I know I'm going? having so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but before we go, um yeah, I just we want to hear a little bit of this song Social Anxiety. Should I get ready? Yeah. Get ready. I'm going to pop some little uh little bit of a musical break while you sort yourself out and we'll be back with about 30 seconds of social anxiety. But for now, Ta-ta. 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 Ta-ta means poo in Russian. 
Did you know that? Nope. Actually, no, I did, but I didn't know it was Russian, but there you go. Cock our head. Well, say goodbye to you now. However, Emmy will play you a little bit of a tuny tune. Um, Just a bit of a check-in on social media stuff. If people want to follow you, your comedy, your gigs, your grooviness, where can they go? They can go to Emmy Grace Comedy. Woo! Uh, sorry, Emmy Grace Musical Comedy. Have to let on, people know what they're getting into on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yep. Yeah, on Facebook. Um, and I've forgotten my handle on Instagram, but it's linked to my Facebook. <laughs> Groovy girl. Non-sponsored by Facebook. I love it. All right, we'll be back with you soon with the great track, Social Anxiety, rah, 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 and have an awesome week. (laughs) Have an awesome week. Stay in good humour. Laugh, laugh, laugh until you can't laugh anymore with all the people that you love. (laughs) Oh, laugh laugh like it's just a real bad itch you got to scratch. (laughs) Stay in good humour We'll see you next week Bye Professor and Mr. DJ Fly High. Together we call ourselves Nerds Amalgamated. We bring to you a podcast called Top Shelf Nerds, which is a show about nerd news brought to you by nerds for nerds about nerds. Come and give us a listen, give us a like, give us an insult. We love it all. Hope to hear from you soon. Hi, this is Bachelor Clues from Game of Roses, of course. And I want to talk about Club Med. Everybody knows Club Med has been the pioneer of the all-inclusive resort since 1950 with almost 70 resorts worldwide, ranging from beachside destinations in the Caribbean and Mexico to exotic locations like the Maldives and Morocco, or even the mountain destinations like Japan and the European Alps. Dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor.